about politics you have to be for like me to notice I give you America itself this is Ed McMahon and now he is Armstrong and Getty live from Studio C hey Daniel yep we're in a dimly lit room all right cold as witches teas for some reason uh, is that an expression? Or did I just make that up? Uh, yeah, the actual expression is a tad coarse. Yeah. Which is notoriously loved iced tea. So that is right. a clearly, yeah, yeah that's the, the, a beverage temperature reference. But anyway, it's cold in here. And then uh, we're doing our job in here. And we're, today we're under the tutelage of our general manager. Dictators disappearing people. Yeah. Hmm, interesting. Happening around the world, is it? You know, it could have gone with uh, people being improperly registered to vote. <clears throat> many, many, many people. Yep. Oh, that was a, a mistake, apparently, a flaw in the system. Also, uh, right, yeah, deliberate plot. Also could have made Google our general manager as they uh, decided to uh, they steal all your information. You're barely aware of what they have, and they're uh, very loose and free with it disappearing, and if it gets stolen, they don't tell you. They keep it a secret. That's, uh, we'll have that story later today. Th- those big tech companies, I hope people are waking up to how evil they are. They're just plain evil. Bastards. Google's the worst, too. They're probably, they've been sitting back for months as Facebook got kicked and thought, oh, my God. Yeah, Ed Zuckerberg, kick him, kick him. He's a bad guy. I love the fact that their famous slogan, don't do evil. Is it don't do evil? Don't do evil stuff? Yeah. Yeah. It, It was obviously cooked up a number of years ago at a board meeting where they were sitting around saying, you know, we're going to do lots and lots of evil. Um, we ought to come up with a slogan to throw people off the scent. How about don't do evil? That's good, man. That's good. That'll be our slogan yeah, as we do our evil. I don't actually think they have evil intentions. I just think they their view of your private information is a lot different than, uh, well, at least my view of my private information is. They, they remember that interview on 60 Minutes, they... They all thought, we thought everybody was okay with this, uh, sharing this stuff. Well, I think their view of private information is extremely self-serving. Yeah, and and it was developed by a bunch of 22-year-olds. So, you know, their idea of your, your private information is different than when you get a little older. Right. That's part of it, I think. Your anyway. favorite playlist on Apple. Yeah. Um, there is uh, Michelangelo who presses buttons, flips toggles, and pulls levers. He's the first person we'll introduce on the squad to kick off the day. How are you this morning, Michael? I'm doing great. I'm already uh, kind of planning my Christmas shopping a little bit. I just kind of look around this time of year because new stuff comes on the shelves and think, mm. you know, maybe that'd be a good good idea or that'd be a good idea. But um, the girlfriend does not want any voice-activated stuff. She goes, I refuse to have that in a, in the house. Mm-hmm. 
because she's paranoid, and I kind of understand about it listening to to you. So uh, we're going to be talking about the new Facebook camera later. That's going to be popular this year. So, I'm sure that's fine. Well, I can put a camera <laughs> yeah, in my yeah, home what could go wrong with, with all that? the microphones. Yeah, what could go wrong with that? <laughs> that's well, fabulous. They've assured everyone that they're not going to use any all the stuff that they hear. Well, I trust them. Why oh, would sure. they lie? Exactly. Why would they lie about? That? Perhaps I could put in a thermometer in my hiney for Facebook, so they'd always know my temperature as well and Ooh. keep track of my heartbeat. I'm not sure. Et cetera. That. Not sure that's where the discussion needed well, to go. Well, they're already up in there, aren't they? Huh? Up in my stuff. I'm sorry, Michael. I apologize on behalf of the nation for the way you've been treated. Apology accepted. <laughs> there is Positive Sean, whose smile lights up the room. How are you, Sean? Doing very well. I uh, I found myself at a uh, a professional basketball game uh, last night. It was It is not the regular season. It was a preseason. A friend of mine uh, <clears> called <throat> me up and said, hey, got an extra ticket. Let's go. So I was like, excellent. Showed up there. I had no idea who this other team was. It turns out it was an is uh, from the Israeli Professional League, I think it was, and uh, it they kept it close for a little bit. But after a while, it was the the varsity versus the junior varsity. They weren't professional bas- the NBA style basketball players. They had at least two guys who used to play in the league, which I thought was kind of neat, just seeing them, you know, still still chasing the uh, the the professional athlete checks all over the globe. And uh, and yeah, it was it was a unique experience. Uh, no discount on food and beverage. It was still fourteen dollars for beers. Um, <laughs> even though only one weak. team was with the NBA. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> only even though half of them were you know NBA players. Wow. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I'm still a fan of of live uh, entertainments. Even though I am a an avid endorsement when I get to go out and yeah. see live performances. I, I like when fun. you say I found myself at like you're having these Kavanaugh esque rolling blackouts and you just appear places. <laughs> I call it time travel, Jack. <laughs> There's Marshall Phillips. <laughs> Who does our news every day? How are you, Marshall? Boy, I got to tell you, on the way into work, it was a first. I saw a big, angry bum again Yeah, out there this morning, but he was out in the street. He was at the intersection with a sign this time looking I, for uh, handouts it... at 2 in the morning. Wow, he is so nuts. Yes. Yeah. You know, and I'm kind of going, okay, at this point, do we just call 911? Do you wait? I mean, he's out in the middle of the street with a sign. Looking for handouts. Well, yeah. Nine, the police would say, what do you want me to do about yeah, it? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But anyway, that that was uh, bizarre. That was very weird. Did you see the, uh, was it the Supreme Court or whoever ruled on uh, panhandling and this and that? It's free speech, man. Yeah. Yep. Is, is our uh, security guard, and I'm using finger quotes, uh, still patrolling in the morning or what? Cause I, yeah, I just saw him, actually. Big, 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 Bab is going to hurt somebody yeah. one of these days because he, yeah. he is angry. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, you might have just uh, seen the security guard, but when I come in really, really early in the morning, there's no security guards around anywhere. I'm uh, I'm being sarcastic when I yes. say this, but I'm also quoting people who said this sort of thing to me at city council meetings when I uh, was discussing my problem. You are prejudging this person based on his appearance. You're delusional. Stay away from me. You know what I'm not hearing a lot of? Compassion. And then everybody clicked their fingers. That's what like happened that. to me. Okay. After I gave my speech, everybody, oh, everybody clicked their fingers about the lack of compassion. Which <laughs> is, and someday, if anybody to the right of uh, Che Guevara ever enters the social sciences, that will be studied. The ability for ideolo- ideology to make people insane. They knowingly and intentionally remove themselves from reality. Get so way out. I guess, you know, various regimes through history, including in the German 1930s, uh, might be examples of that. You but. convince yourself that if you're walking down the street and you see businessman, right. businesswoman, whatever, you have no reaction. 
if you have a reaction to this uh, homeless person over here, like I better keep an eye on them, that if you have that mm-hmm. feeling, yeah. there's something wrong with you. Right. And they need to right. stamp mm-hmm. that out of mm-hmm. them. Because right. there's something there's something wrong with me. I was focusing on that homeless person. I should be just as worried about that businessman or that woman with her children. Right. That is actually talking yourself out of rationality. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. <laughs> and what's weird is it's talking yourself out of your own instincts, too, which right. are many, many hundreds of thousands of years right. in the making. Uh, I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. On this, it is Tuesday, October 9th, the year 2018. We are Armstrong and Getty, and we approve this program. All right, Len. Then let's begin uh, according to FCC rules and regs. Here we go at Mark. I'm sure Taylor Swift has nothing or no, doesn't know anything about her. And uh, let's say that I like Taylor's music about 25% less now, okay? <laughs> A classic Trumpism. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. 25%. Yeah. <laughs> what are our other headlines, Marshall Phillips? Well, Trump takes a Kavanaugh victory lap. Oops, the DMV registering non-citizens to vote. And Facebook wants to install a camera and mic in your home. What could possibly go wrong? Coming you got, up. You got to do that story on how many more people registered to vote because of Taylor Swift, according to some. Yeah. I'm going to quibble with that assumption, but uh, that is that is something. Uh, how does mailbag look? Oh, it's very, very good. We have a citizen complaint that fits in nicely to the conversation in the last two minutes. We have, believe it or not, a number of relevant and uh, trenchant Kavanaugh comments. Okay. He starts today, starts work today. Correct. It's got to be weird around the workplace. I mean, did they say something to him at the water cooler there in the morning as they're all getting their cup of coffee? Boy, that was uh, some hearing you had there. Or do you just act like nothing happened? How you doing? You know, bring it up. Yeah. get to work. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, stay with us. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation. A question. Does the average parent 11 have to themselves every day? Oh, 11, according to a new study. Sounds a little high to me, actually. Does that include going to the bathroom? <laughs> At least in my house, that wouldn't count as a do it to yourself every day. Oh, boy. Um, but yeah, that's kind of interesting, among other things coming up. Uh, new Tesla ca- uh, te- test of their cars, unbelievably safe. That's making the news. Oh, very good. Plus... The New York Times with a multi-page feature, Life on the Dirtiest Block in San Francisco. Ooh, I like the sound of that. International reputation that the city by the bay is earning day by day for filth. I didn't take... Well, filth and danger. I'm sorry. (laughs) We can discuss this later. I didn't take in much of the the president's ceremony last night. but, man, did you see the notorious RBG? She, she's physically looking very, very, very old and frail. Very frail. Yeah, I saw her speaking the other day, actually. And, um, you know, it seemed to me significantly more than last year. And, um, God, I wonder if she's just thinking, I, I think I can hold on two more years. I don't know about six. She's probably hoping that. Yeah. But uh, if Trump ends up appointing three Supreme Court justices in one term... 
And as the host of The Apprentice. (laughs) That would be something. Yeah. And I can't imagine what the next battle would be like. She might be holding out for hoping the Democrats get control of the Senate, because that would at least have some uh, influence on who Trump could get through. Yeah, well, I don't see that happening, but, you know. I don't see that Others are prognosticating differently. Mailbag. Woohoo. And just because she looks frail doesn't mean she's, you know, near death or anything. No. Somebody looks like her at her age, though. I'm, I'm not, you know, buying them any green bananas. Wow. As the old saying goes, it's an old saying. Wow. I didn't make it up. Wow. It's old. Your freedom-loving quote of the day from Bertrand Russell. One of the most painful things about our time is that those who feel certainty are stupid. And those with any imagination and understanding are filled with doubt and indecision. Well, that's long been the case. Yeah. What's that principle? My professor in college, uh, he was my advisor, and he was the uh, the dean of the department I was in. I really, really liked him. Good guy. But anyway, at the beginning of like your career in college, he would put a graph on the board. He would just draw two lines with a piece of chalk. The Dunning-Kruger effect, I believe, yeah, is what you're referring you. to. And, uh, and he would just say, as your level of uh, education goes up, your level of cer- uh, certainty goes down. That's mm. just the way it is. Mm. And uh, that's true. Except in certain academic uh, slash liberal circles where there's absolute certainty, for instance, that certain accusations are true just because they've been made. Yeah. Well, let's but say that's an sh- ideological thing. Yeah, let's say that it, that's the way it should work. Right. As your level of education goes up, your level of certainty goes down. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, so, listen, here is a completely over the top, um, hilariously sarcastic, bitter email, but with humor. About your hatred of Columbus Day. Mm. But. God, I was actually thinking yesterday, my wife, were ta- I, th- I thought, you know, I let Columbus Day off easy yesterday. Really did. Because it's <laughs> ex- extra freaking stupid. And wow. you didn't do my favorite thing. Um, where you can't uh, remember. Every, you've been doing this every year for like 25 years. <laughs> I'll walk into a Walmart and say, I discover this Walmart. That's right. <laughs> Because that's what he did. He did. He got a sea route to somewhere or other. The whoop-de-doo. Do you make a national freaking holiday out of that? I know. It's ridiculous. And I think that is a weird racist notion. Okay, so we're celebrating the fact that a different sort of people came here right. and took it over. Why? Because I'm that sort of people? But, no, but not it's really. Just, it's just know. weird. It's, it's bizarre. But anyway, there, if are I may, all, there are already plenty of people here. Folks, just if you're taking notes, it's the day after effing Columbus Day, and he's still going on and on. Jeez Louise. So anyway. I discover this Walmart. So we have this this uh, over-the-top, sarcastic, angry, but in a, a wry way email. But it ends with, hope Joe reads it, I bet he won't. All right. Nope. No. 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 What am I, seven years old? Don't play I that know, game. I know how I can make him read it by saying, I bet you won't. And he will rise to my challenge. I'm so clever. Not getting read. Biatch. My, my son has attempted to play that game, and I try to explain to him why that's, why that's not going good. I was going to ask you for something, but you'd just say no anyway. No, that ain't going to work. Hmm, glad you're not asking me. <laughs> Just another listener bitching about the bums, Liz. Uh, Jack Gio, using the proper spelling of my name, J, I'm sorry, G-E-A-U-X. <laughs> I was listening to the pod. We were all talking about the homeless problem after the old gentleman was stabbed recently. As a native Virginian who moved to Sacramento a year ago, 
The sheer number of bums everywhere I go is still shocking to me. Yeah, yeah, it would be. Our little neighborhood playground, the park, most strip malls, our grocery store, our library, you name it. Anywhere I'd want to go with two little kids. Not that there aren't homeless in cities in Virginia, but nothing like this. Of course not. Also, you can, you know, protect yourself with a gun because you can open carry there. It pisses me off that when I go to the playground at the big park with my kids, there's a bum sleeping on top of picnic tables yeah. right next to where all the kids are playing. Right. No one bats an eye, like not even a second glance. I just hope your I'm out of money. California before I get used to it. And your taxpayer money paid for that park so that you could use it with your kids. No, no, no. Your taxpayer money paid for that so it could be a place for homeless to hang out. And if you think you're making that that you're being a coward or racist or bigoted or whatever by not taking your kids to a park where the homeless people are sleeping on the benches, you're a crazy person. Right. Yeah, you need mental health care. I would gladly pay for it. Uh, Kevin, uh, pointing out uh, an incident yesterday, did you catch retired astronaut Scott Kelly apologizing for quoting Winston Churchill? Yeah, I did. He tweeted over the weekend, one of the greatest leaders of modern times, Sir Winston Churchill, said, in victory, magnanimity. I guess those days are over. That had to be Kavanaugh-related, huh? Uh, So kind of a whiny tweet relating to the whole Kavanaugh stuff, I guess. Whatever, right? I think, again, later in the day, he tweets, did not mean to offend by quoting Churchill. My apologies. I will go and educate myself further on his atrocities, racist views, which I do not support. My point was we need to come together as one nation. We are all Americans. That should transcend partisan politics. Yeah, Churchill references, too. Are you bleeping kidding me? Now, Churchill is too controversial. I don't know what's gotten into people, but I'll bet Jonathan Haidt has an idea. Anyway, Owen, too. Yeah, that is just insane. Listen, uh, most of you are running around calling everybody Nazis. He helped defeat the Nazis, the actual Nazis. Is, is uh, activities and attitudes in the early part of the 20th century a square with yours right now? No, probably not. He believes some stuff I don't believe. I disagree with him a lot. But he's one of the great heroes of mankind. You get to t- quote him, you crazy people. But in the morning, I will be sober and you will still be ugly. One of the great quotes of all time. One of the greatest <laughs> quotes ever. Here's uh, students getting credit for protesting Kavanaugh in their class. Thank you for uh, hipping us to that, Maureen. Here's uh, Lacey, who got a Women's March email. Says, "Get out the, bring your signage uh, related to getting out the vote and or believing survivors. Um, and Lacey, who is clearly a woman, says, oh my goodness, let's believe women who are believable. How about that? Now, oh, you're missing the point. Let's see. This is on a similar topic. It's fabulous, but it's long, so we'll save it. And then this observation. Uh, please keep me anonymous. Mike, everybody wants to be anonymous because you might get, like, doxxed and outed and, and hated and hounded from your home. Mike Pence is a genius. VP Pence got pushback when he said he would not dine alone with a woman that was not his wife. Well, I'm an evil white male who, out of st- stupidity, thought it was unfair not to have lunch alone with a member of my female staff. But it is now clear I can lose my reputation, my career, because of one accusation, even if it lacks collaboration. I will never meet one-on-one in my office, conference room, or restaurant with any female other than my wife again. I'm really checking myself to see if I'm overreacting, but I just feel like the stakes are too high. That's pretty common, though, I think, for a lot of people. Hire you, are you up in business to uh, invite somebody else in if you're ever going to have them? Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. That's a crazy society. Well, and it denies women uh, one-on-one meetings, which are where things actually happen. Yeah, that ain't good.
Uh, Marshall's News on the way, and there's some good stuff on the Armstrong and Getty Show. So the UFC fighter who's not Colin McGregor, who uh, was involved in that brawl and everything like that. The violent Russian. His dad has come out and said he's really going to punish him for that behavior. What? Yeah. It's a grown man, isn't he? Well, he's saying it's not cool. He's a world championship fighter. Not cool. He's a Don't act that way, son. Tribal society there? He's a, uh, call him before the uh, the council there at the campfire and rattle the rattles or whatever they I do. Get it. And, uh, I'd call my son and say, that's uh, not cool. That's not cool behavior, dude. You got my name, boy. That's not Careful cool. Careful how you use it. Exactly. Um, let's get the news now with Marshall Phillips. Well, Brett Kavanaugh officially now America's newest Supreme Court justice taking the oath at a White House ceremony, capping off a grueling nomination process that divided the nation. President Trump. I noticed that. Pre- <laughs> President Trump apologizing to Kavanaugh during last night's ceremony. I want to apologize to Brett and the entire Kavanaugh family for the terrible pain and suffering you have been forced to endure. Those who step forward to serve our country deserve a fair and dignified evaluation, not a campaign of political and personal destruction based on lies and deception. You, sir, under historic scrutiny, were proven innocent. Marshal. There are a couple of enduring themes of uh, of the Armstrong and Getty show that have faded into the background of late that I've realized. One of them is goodbye, sweet America, that this wonderful country is going away. Uh, But uh, that's that's depressing. Uh, The other one is, and, and I was reminded of this by a number of emails we got. And a couple of articles I've seen, in, not only in conservative publications, but the USA Today ran an absolutely great um, great article from a woman who was uh, sexually assaulted saying, I cherish due process. I would not want to live in a world where I could condemn the guy who assaulted me without proof because that would be the world I would have to live in. It was absolutely sensible and moving and terrific, and I'll share it with you. But the enduring theme of this show that, again, we haven't mentioned lately, is that your perception of the world, I'm talking to y'all, your perception of the world, based on your interactions with your friends, your coworkers, your family, your you know distant friends, whatever, you're right. You're not crazy just because what you see in the mainstream media is way out of sync with you and your worldview. You're right. Don't worry about the the alphabet networks and the cable news. They're the crazy ones. For his part, Kavanaugh went ahead and said he came to the high court now with no bitterness, saying the Supreme Court is not a partisan or political institution. The Senate confirmation process was contentious and emotional. That process is over. My focus now is to be the best justice I can be. Kavanaugh going on to add, I was not appointed to serve one party or one interest, but to serve one nation. Brett Kavanaugh, now the latest Supreme Court justice. Get to judging. What are we paying you for? Turkey's foreign ministry says Turkish officials and authorities will be searching the Saudi consulate in Istanbul as part of the investigation into the missing journalist Jamal Khashoggi. 
The ministry is saying in a statement released today, Saudi authorities have notified Ankara that they were open to cooperation and would allow the entire consulate building to be searched. Yeah. You give me a week, I can take care of a crime scene, too. Well, So that's why all those people are there? Because I was asking yesterday, we had that report on yeah. that. How many Saudis showed up over there? A dozen, f- something 15, like that? Yeah, allegedly. So and I thought, why do you need 15 people to snuff a guy? Well, there are some stories that they had 15 people there to, to snuff the guy, dismember him, and get his body out of there. Yeah. She needed 15 people and their bags and luggage and briefcases to get the body right. out of there. That's what that was all about. And now they're saying, yeah, go ahead and search the place. Wow. At least... Uh, which makes sense. You can't have one Saudi coming out right. with a great big giant <laughs> trunk. No, I don't know what happened to it. Right. You know, that's, right. that's the, the classic carpet over their shoulder. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, yeah, yeah, and maybe, you know, it was uh, 10 to do right. that and 5 to get to work with the bleach. Oof. At least one non-citizen and perhaps many, many more were registered to vote in California by the Department of Motor Vehicles, the oh, DMV. You're kidding me. DMV says about 1,500 people may have been incorrectly registered due to a processing error. Revelation pushing the Secretary of State to demand a new investigation of the embattled agency. So it was an accident that a whole bunch of illegals were uh, registered? Uh, yeah, non-citizens. They might uh, be green card holders, etc. But yeah, non-citizens were uh, registered by the thousands. And, uh, oh, sorry, sorry, yeah, that, that was a mistake, apparently, they say, even though it's been obvious that this is a plot from the beginning. So it was just an accident yeah. that a whole bunch of non-citizens that got right. registered to vote. Right. Yeah. Just an oversight. Okay. Exactly. You know, it's and being... I'm supposed to believe that. Yeah, we'll be going uh, into greater depth on that story a little bit later on. It is being called the Taylor Swift effect. According to Vote.org, there was a significant increase in voter registration after Taylor Swift waded into politics, endorsing... Tennessee Democrats running for the Senate and the House. So in the 24 hours since Taylor Swift came out and talked about voting and encouraged people to vote and said who she planned to vote for, uh, there has been 65,000 more voter registration. This is nationally, okay? For August, the number was 56,000. The entire month of August. The entire month of August. So in the 24 hours since she talked about it, 65,000. You know, maybe I just hate living in a world where Taylor Swift could have that sort of effect. But I would like to point out that she made that announcement at the same time that we just went through mm, the most polarizing story in America since Watergate, which motivated a hell of a lot of people. And people's interest went from like 50% of people said they were very interested. Which was the thing that motivated her to talk about, to tweet about it in the first place. So maybe the other people were motivated by the same thing that motivated her. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. The extreme interest went from about 50% to 80-some percent on both sides. Uh, I don't think that was all Taylor Swift. I think it was the most polarizing story in, in, in in a half century. I think that's it. There what, you is, go. what does Katy Perry say? <laughs> she's on Taylor's side. She has actually said yeah. she's actually come out in support yeah. of Taylor Swift. Okay, then. Oh, yeah. That's good. She thought you were being sarcastic with that little question, but she, I had an answer. <laughs> there you go. Katie, <laughs> the joke's on you. <laughs> Katy Perry, by the way, who I'm told uh, is uh, is retired temporarily to focus on her mental health and clothing line. Okay. Although, you know, listen. Do those go hand in hand? Uh, I could see I got some crazy socks for you. <laughs> Look at this here purse. Uh, I, I could see it dancing around with uh, her breast is showing. Um, would would be fun for a while, but after a while, she'd think, you know, I'm tired of that. Traveling all the time. I'm going to be a business executive. And 
and chill out in one of my many mansions. And, and you know what? Bear my hooters only when I feel like it and not, you know. Two I'd out like, of three nights in stadiums. I'd have more respect for her if she hadn't been married to Russell Brand, because I find him unappealing. <laughs> there you On go. every level. <laughs> <laughs> That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips. The Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience of the nation. Russell Brand is a comedian, but I've never heard him say anything funny. So that's, uh, that's what I find that. interesting. Yeah. <laughs> uh, is this KP? It is. She's retired from this. For and now. How, and how old is she? 30? I'm guessing. Um, I don't know. No, no, it doesn't matter. So we have some great Nancy Pelosi tape to play for you. We cool. also have highlights of our interview with Ken Starr yesterday. We ask him about a bunch of different stuff. Uh, these uh, special counsels and investigations and what he thinks of the Mueller probe. And we did one of our big honking podcasts, but we've uh, cut it up for you to enjoy on the radio show. Um... What percentage of women think their ideas aren't heard in meetings? And I want to see if you think this is true when you go to meetings at work. I have an idea. Why doesn't everybody just shut up and we'll get out of here? <laughs> That's always been Joe's idea in meetings. How about no nobody ask a question? No comments. <laughs> no nothing. Let's just end this. <laughs> You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation. Of the nation. So is Dr. Drew, uh, he respected? I know he's got a radio show or whatever. Is he a thing? He's an actual doctor, right? Like if you were on an airplane and you were having a heart attack (laughs) and said, is there a doctor on board? And Dr. Phil and Dr. Drew stood up. (laughs) You'd go with Dr. Drew. Yeah, you'd say, give me Dr. Drew. I I was just going to say, he's not Dr. Dr. Phil level uh, contempt. You'd say... You tell right. Dr. Phil and Dr. Dre to sit down, Dr. Oz. You can stay back there. Yeah, yeah. With Dr. Please. Drew, you'd have actually. You touch help. me, I'm yeah. suing uh, Dr. <laughs> uh, Drew, yes. He okay. actively still practices medicine in, in various anyway, settings. The, the reason I brought it up, somebody texted uh, about the home, homeless situation that Dr. Drew has been saying for years and, and says nobody will listen to him that this homeless thing is going to lead to some sort of plague, some sort of like out of control. Um, you know, pass from person to person problem. Sure, Hepe, San Diego, kind of a test case, or 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 whatever gets going in 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 the United States. Right, where we're creating these areas of the country where a bad uh, a, a bad germ couldn't have grasped, gotten hold in society years ago, but mm-hmm. it can now. Yeah, to a great level. Right. I wonder right. about that too. Well, and there are various diseases that were vanquished that are now making a comeback. Oh, that's nice. Um, you know, often uh, folks, and I'm not sure if you've heard about this, flowing in from other lands. Hmm. Uh, uh, some without the required paperwork. And I'll pay this off quickly before we get to Nancy Pelosi. One in five women in the workplace say their ideas are ignored in a meeting, but when a man expresses the same idea moments later, it's praised. Do you think that happens? Uh, One yeah. in five women. Say yeah, that yeah. I think part of it might have to do with presentation. It's one of those things you got to be there really to to judge. Hmm. Uh, but sure, yeah, yeah. I don't go to any real business meetings. So I don't know. We've crafted our lives to avoid them. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. It's true. <laughs> yeah. It's by design. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. Decades in the making. <laughs> but uh, okay, that's interesting. That would be frustrating. Speaking of women I just, with great I just, ideas, what Jim just said. I I said that ten minutes ago. Right. 
Right. That would be incredibly annoying. I'm sure there are places that still are old boy enough that women's voices are not valued. Uh, on the other hand, it was funny that old Judge Kavanaugh, he hired uh, uh, all of his law clerks are women. Four. And I, I heard that, and I thought, you're trying too hard, Judge. <laughs> you're trying too hard. Number one, he women vowed that outnumber... from the beginning. It wasn't just a reaction to well, the right, last couple of right. weeks. But... Uh, women outnumber men at American law schools by a significant number. Yeah, it's not even Women close. outnumber men in American universities by a significant number. Now, uh, top echelons of law, uh, probably not so much at this point. I, I appreciate the gesture, but three out of four wasn't enough, Judge. It almost seems like you're either trying too hard or trying to have a cabal of smart beauties around you. Just saying. Don't go there. Speaking of smart beauties, she's concealing hooves in her pumps. (laughs) Oh, jeez. Really? What a transition is this? She has filed down horns under her poofed up hair. She's the Speaker of the House when her party's in control, the minority leader when she's not. Here's Nancy Pelosi. Self-fulfilling problem. You demonize, and then you, it, we call it the wrap-up smear. If you want to talk politics, you call it the wrap-up smear. You smear somebody with falsehoods and all the rest, and then you merchandise it. And then you write it, and they'll say, see, it's reported in the press that this, 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 and this. So they have that validation that the press reported the smear, and then it's called the wrap-up smear. Now I'm going to merchandise the press's report on the smear that we made. And it's, it's a tactic. Why, why when, did she, when did she say that? That was in 2017. She was okay. talking to a group of reporters. I don't really know the event and, or the, the thing that she was referring to. Why so she was she, The only reason she'd say that out loud is the Republicans must have just done it. Right. Right? I okay. suspect okay. so yeah. strongly, yes. Yeah, okay. And then, uh, but yeah, that's clearly something that happens. That's clearly a thing. So you invent the smear or bring it out of the woodwork. Then you give it to them and then cite their writing, which was your words, as proof that the smear is true and or significant. That might be what the FBI did with that whole uh, dossier thing. It might be. That sounds very reminiscent of that. They leaked it into the news and then said, this is in the news, so we better investigate. Actually (laughs) cited the news accounts at the FISA court hearing. So, yeah, that might be. The wrap-up smear. Wow, there you have it. Mm-hmm. It's just so handy to understand how politics works because then you can see through it. It's like being an adult and having a guy roll up to you in the parking lot in a van and saying, hey, I got these speakers from work. You've seen it before. You know that scam. You know, that's uh, studying politics has made me bitter and full of hate. <laughs> but it is, it is kind of useful. It does make you a much better consumer of it. Good the morning. smear. You know, getting to that whole thing uh, that women have an idea, and then, yeah, that, that's great, Jenny. Jim? Yeah, I think we should uh, start selling chocolate ice cream. I just said that. <laughs> right. Um, my wife complains about that all the time, where I'll say, you know, I think we should do this. You know, Joe said uh, we should try this, and she'll say, I said that a week ago. <laughs> Don't bring me in this. <laughs> or whoever, a male. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just send her back in the kitchen. Oh, wait. Is oh, it, wow. Sorry, is this oh, on? Wow. I, I didn't know not, the Michael. No, oh, no, Michael. No, no, no Michael. Good. That, no good. Folks. Boo. 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 Hashtag shut up. Um, <laughs> I may have a relative about whom it is said, you're not going to get anywhere till you convince him it's his idea. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, that's, that's common with bosses. You hear that all the time with bosses, right? Right. You got to present it to them in such a way that they think it's their idea. Yeah. Yeah. Which is just good maneuvering. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's certainly, uh, you'd hope that we're all more uh, wise and benevolent philosopher kings about stuff. <laughs> That's pretty funny. But we're not. We're not. We're humans. With all the attendant flaws. Yours more than mine, certainly, but uh, flaws. <laughs> so, uh, Alan Dershowitz is out saying that they uh, they should not attempt to peach Kavanaugh, impeach Kavanaugh, if the Democrats take back the House. We can talk to that. There are some new poll numbers. out. How much time have we got, Michael? Maybe I'll hit that here. You got a minute 30. A minute 30. This is pretty interesting. So, overall, more people didn't want Kavanaugh to end up on the court than did. Only 41% said they wanted to see Kavanaugh confirmed. 41%. Seems like I've heard that. Oh, that's exactly Trump's approval rating. I'll bet that that's tied together somewhat. Well, and just the the shaker assault you have to take it with is that there was a carefully orchestrated campaign by the Dems, supported by 95% of the Amer- America's media to convince everybody that this guy was a monster. But even with that, only 41% say they wanted Kavanaugh on the uh, court versus 51 who didn't. What's interesting is even though Democrats on the surface would seem to have public opinion on their side, just 36% approve of how the Democrats handled the nomination, mm. compared to 56% who disapprove. In the spirit of fairness, I will point out that we have heard from a number of conservatives who said, listen, this is going to divide the nation. It's going to bring down the reputation of the court. Let's find a good, solid conservative justice who doesn't have these skeletons. You know, my reply to that would be, well, if they're fictional skeletons, they can throw those in anybody's closet. Right. You know, that's obviously a point that's disagreed uh Upon which uh, a lot of people disagree, whether they're created or not. The latest update in the fact that Google is evil. Some of our Ken Starr interview. Who's Ken Starr, you ask? Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show.